Hello, Nintendo Maniacs. We are going to be on hiatus for a couple weeks because Jess and I got married. So we are going to be on a honeymoon in a country that is not here. So I'll not be editing any of this, but I still want to keep the show going. So in the meantime, we're going to play some classic episodes. This first one is the very first episode that Jess ever guested on Nintendo Made Podcast to talk about Donkey Kong Country. Enjoy. Nintendo Main. This is episode 16, and uh, we are your hosts, myself, Trey Johnson, and... Hey, what's up? It's me, Jeremy Mikowski. And we are here to bring you a uh, Donkey Kong Country retrospective episode with... Uh, we're doing a crossover here of comic book sorts with uh, The Honey Darling Show. So uh, my my beautiful girlfriend, Jess Kenyon, is here to talk about the uh, Donkey Kong Country games. Hello, everyone. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we appreciate your call. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yes, we 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 have we, we, people can call the show now. Not not really. Yeah, but. you can call us by dialing uh com. Oh. <laughs> Give us a little history about uh, you and Donkey Kong Country, Jess. Donkey Kong Country is it's my favorite franchise, I'm sure, uh, of all time. We got the first one and it was so exciting and the second one is my favorite game of all time maybe. Um I kind of ha- hated the third one, but that's okay because it's tied to some really strong memories of hanging out with my brother right before I went to high school. Uh, and then I actually didn't play the, I'm going to call them the modern Donkey Kongs, um, Tropical Freeze and what's the one before that? Donkey Kong Country Returns. Donkey Kong Country Returns until much later because I was in school and then I lived in Europe and then, you know, whatever, I didn't have any access to Nintendo, so I didn't come at them until much later, but I love them. They have everything I want in a game. There's there's some, like, puzzles, there's some bonus levels, there's hidden things, it's platforming, it's, like, dual mode, you're using two people. It's great. I, I love Donkey Kong. And uh, the music is really good. I'll just say right off the bat. Yeah, the music is really good. It's uh, Donkey Kong Country 2 is, like, probably one of my favorite uh, soundtracks. We bonded really early, actually, in our relationship, um, talking about Bramble Blast. Bramble Blast, yeah. Bramble Blast, a very notable level in Donkey Kong Country 2, which I'm sure everybody remembers because it was super fucking hard. There were there were no directions that you could take. You just were shooting yourself in a barrel-to-barrel-to-barrel situation through this maze. But the music was this... I'm going to say it was kind of water level-y. It was like this ethereal, mm-hmm. slow, just calming. And uh, if it hadn't been that that kind of music, if it hadn't been that sort of zen brilliance, I, I probably would have murdered everyone I know. Yeah. I liked uh, the, uh, I liked that uh, in the original game they used... Um, they use the the calming music for the for the water levels because it's supposed to be like uh, relaxing after a hard level, and they switch it up in the second one where they made the calming music for the hard level so you wouldn't go crazy. They say that in the uh, uh, the promotional video that it was kind of your like reward for getting through those other levels. You got to relax in the water level. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I wanted to. I mean, let's just go. Let's just just go to the beginning here. Of, uh, you know, Donkey Kong Country came out in 94. And, uh, and Nintendo sent out, they sent out a video called, uh, Donkey Kong Country. Was it uncovered, right? You have a, you have a sealed uh, copy, don't you? I do. It was like unleashed or uncovered. It was something along those lines. I think, I think it's, uh, under, it's uncovered or exposed. Maybe it's, maybe it's, maybe it's overexposed I feel like or something. It might be exposed. But, um, exposed. it should have been unpeeled or peeled. It should have been peeled. Peeled? Yeah, because of the bananas. Interesting thing about that. Interesting thing about that video is, like, for one, that's like the first Nintendo Direct that we ever got. Back when Nintendo Power yeah. would send oh, out would sure. send out promotional videos for games, which they did. Uh, they sent out one for um, for Nintendo sixty four and for Star Fox sixty four as well. 
the uh, Star Fox 64 one was pretty hilarious because it uh had like um basically had this uh they uh had these two guys acting as Sony and Sega representatives and they and they uh kidnap a stuffed Mario and torture him and ask him questions about Star Fox 64 which is pretty hilarious. Yeah, these videos are pretty cheesy but they're uh I don't know. I mean some some elements of the Nintendo Directs nowadays can be kind of cheesy so they've kept the spirit alive. Well, the guy, the and guy who hosted that, uh, apparently he was like some sort of comedian at that time in the nineties from, from what I found uh, in, uh, in researching the, um, the promo video was that the guy, you know, the dude that was, that went and talked to everybody. Brad was his name, Brad. It, it was, was very yeah. informative though. They showed you a lot of content like in game play, which was great instead of just showing you like level design or anything like that. They should do a lot of in game play really hyped you up to play the game it was exposed it was called donkey kong country exposed was the name of the tape but um yeah i remember like there's there's only like a few things i remember from it like uh in my in my uh product in my uh broadcasting class in high school i used part of that video to uh for one of my final projects because i did like a project on video game making and i like faked a phone call to, to rare with editing footage from that from that video into it <laughs> just which is pretty funny but um it's, I remember that part that there was a phone call in there, and I also remember that they tell you like where one of the um, where the first bonus level is and like the very first ice level. I remember that from the video, the with the slow moving bird that goes to the that goes to the entrance. You have to jump on him. Yeah, I remember them. They they showed you a couple things in the game. There was like another one where you go through the barrels like so fast and you get a bunch of extra lives, which I've never done before and I'd forgotten about. But. Which I didn't know, and I felt like I had gotten every secret. In that game. I just recently watched the video. I watched it maybe two nights ago. Maybe we weren't Nintendo Power subscribers at that time. Although I find that hard to believe. But I don't know. I I never saw this video until two days ago. So uh, I'm actually pretty eager to go and try to beat that level uh, super fast. Going through all the barrels in the original DK. Mm-hmm. So I just I just found my copy of the video I was rummaging around for it. I think I might actually have a different video that that I thought I had. Uh, oh. It's it says Sears Funtronics. It's the making of Donkey Kong Country. So maybe oh. this is a different. Oh weird! If I if I remember correctly, don't you have a uh, don't you have an animated movie of Donkey Kong Country also like a CGI one that you bought? Yeah, from the like- Crystal Coconuts. Yeah, because is that what it was called? I remember you got it from some, like, it was either, like, Hollywood Video or Blockbuster or something. You found it for cheap. Yeah, it's really, really bad CGI, but probably was impressive at the time. Yeah, this looks like it was something promotional through Sears, and it says, Enter the Jungle the week of November 23rd. So I'll have to look this up. I wonder if that's different. Yeah, the one that, um, but you've seen, you've seen the Nintendo Power one, right? Oh, yeah, I just watched Yeah, where they go to, where they go to Seattle and talk to, or Redmond, Redmond, Washington, where the old building was. They talked about They they mentioned the treehouse, but they, I think they may have been referring to. Oh, yeah, it's our first and only view of the treehouse, right? I believe so, yeah, because they're pretty secretive about that. Um, from what, from what I heard, that is the, uh, that's where they got their name from. That's when, like, treehouse originated was during Donkey, during the Donkey Kong Country development times. That's why they call it treehouse, because it's like the treehouse. Good. Which is pretty cool. So, but they kept that ever since, but I've heard it's like, well, I mean, you know, the Nintendo building is very hard to get into, but they do like tours and stuff. You can't go into Treehouse. That's still locked down. Like even if they bring people in there. So they have that type of thing. The, um, what do you, what do you think about, uh, what are, what are your thoughts on the uh, redesign of Donkey Kong with this little like hair flip and all that and his, uh, you know, business attire, which I guess was, was pulled from the uh, Donkey Kong 94 game, which also came out like earlier that year. Where he has the DK tie. Well, he he wasn't Donkey Kong. He was uh, the grandson of Donkey Kong. I mean, they're very clear about that from the beginning. So. Oh, really? I didn't oh. know that actually. Yeah, Cranky Kong is, is the story is that Cranky Kong is the original Donkey Kong. So that's really why, yeah. So that's why. Oh my why, god! Uh, I played all these games. I had no idea. You know, you didn't know that. No. <laughs> yeah. So, so like, Donkey Cran- Kong just rocking a fresh new look, you know, because he's the grandson. He's not. Wow. He's not yeah. That so old. that's like why he's not like evil, I guess. Because the other Donkey Kong was portrayed as evil for stealing Paulina and all that. Well, for the first one, but in the second one, he was being held captive by Mario. And oh he- yeah, it's the one game where Mario was evil, right? Yeah. Is Donkey Kong yep. is it Donkey Kong Junior or just Donkey Kong Two? I'm I'm a little fuzzy on the original Donkey Kongs. We Donkey can touch Kong on that for a minute. And Donkey Kong Junior is uh, the Donkey Kong from Donkey Kong Country's dead, but I don't think they bring him in at all. But 
that's what you're supposed to believe in the the canon. Yeah, Donkey Kong Jr. was uh, he was a racer in Mario Kart, but we never really saw him again after that. I don't think nope. wasn't that. I think that was maybe his last game. Maybe he got in an accident. Like <laughs> we used to call him Donkey Butt in uh, Mario Donkey Kart. <laughs> Because none of us ever played him, and he was one of those guys that would come from behind and throw a bunch of banana peels at you right at the end and just fuck you. So we just called him don. We just called him Donkey Butt. Yeah. Well, that game isn't like incredibly unfair. Like, like, like each character has a has a special like ability that you can't get that you can't get. That like you even can't even even, even, even as you play the as them. Yeah. Even as you play as them. So and they get it like almost every time they try to pass you. So it's rough. It's rough. Yeah. It's a rough game. So Donkey Butt was the name that we called the uh, old Donkey Kong Jr. in the Mario yeah. Kart games. Sure. Yep. Uh, I think I do believe that was the last appearance of Donkey Kong Jr. But anyway, uh, yeah the game started off uh, I remember the first game started off with uh, him playing his old timey music and then like, you know, Donkey Kong grandson jumping on him and all that. So, Show that the old Donkey Kong was gone and it was the new Donkey Kong. I don't yeah, know. The but, yeah. Oh yeah, I do remember that. I guess I didn't interpret it in any way at the time. Yeah. Well, you didn't get the exposed video, so it wasn't. Exp- I did. It wasn't explained for no, you. No, and I was like twelve, <laughs> so I probably wasn't trying to think about what was going on. I was just like, let's play a platformer. Well, when I got the, I remember when I saw the footage of Donkey Kong Country for the first time. I thought that Diddy was Mario, because I was like. There's a dude with a red hat. It's got to be Mario. You know, I didn't notice that it was a monkey because I just saw like little, you know, screenshots of it in Nintendo Power, and I saw this little guy running around with him in a hat. And I'm I like, mean, he kind of I'm is like it's got to like it's got to be. I'm like, he's got to be Mario. He's like Mario. Who else would like be in a Donkey Kong game? Because Mario wheel. was already in the Donkey Kong game. You know. Yeah, I'm just that's what I thought because I when I saw it, I was like, oh, maybe that's Mario. But then it's like, no, it's his buddy. And I don't think there's any sort of relation between them. You thought it was his kid, maybe, but I don't. I don't. Think I it did. Is. I always thought. I always thought, well, as a kid, I thought that Donkey, wait, I thought that Diddy Kong was Donkey Kong's kid, and then I originally thought that Dixie Kong was Diddy Kong's sister, but then they, like, make out or whatever at well, some he, point. they say, they call her his girlfriend. Yeah, and so and, then and, I was and, like, and, okay, and it's his girlfriend, too. and then I figured, like, what's, uh, what's the crazy Kong? Funky? Funky Kong. Funky. Yeah. I thought that Funky Kong... Was like an uncle. Oh, well, they're not related because Candy Kong is like Donkey Kong's girlfriend. Yeah, I, they yeah. are. They're all named Kong, and they're all monkeys. I think. So the, in I my think head, the idea there's is like a family so. tree there. Yeah. yeah, I think. I think the idea was that the um was that they're not actually. I, th- I think I've heard like Miyamoto doesn't refer to them actually as monkeys. He refers to them as Kongs. Like that's like what they're called. You know, that's why each one has like Kong at the end of their name. What do you think? Because they're not all. Because there's monkeys and there's apes, if you want to be technical about it. You know, like Donkey Kong's a great ape, he's a gorilla. And Diddy Kong's some kind of monkey because he's got a tail. So they're not even like, they couldn't be related. Well, you've heard the, you've heard the story that it was like sort of a translation problem that Donkey Kong was supposed to be like stupid ape or whatever and it kind of just got jumbled up and that's why it ended up being Donkey Kong. That it was part of some sort of bad translation, I guess. Yep. And then there was the, lawsuit and they found out that it was in the public domain that Donkey or uh, King Kong was in the public domain. Oh sure, yeah, because they probably tried to sue it about sue him about the uh, Universal did. Yeah. Or it was Paramount or Universal, I can't remember one of them. Whoever had whoever made the original Donkey. Yeah, yeah, that was a thing that they thought that maybe they're stealing from the King Kong name, but I don't think they did. Nope. And it was in the public domain, so it didn't even matter. From uh from what I read about the uh, Donkey Kong Country One, I guess it was the the second it was the second highest selling game on Super Nintendo. Did you know that? What was the first? I did. What What do you think? On Super Nintendo? Yeah. The first Mario. Yeah, Super Mario World. Yeah. But that's kind of like a cop out, sort of like uh, because it came with a lot of systems and they count oh, that so as you sales. Oh, had to buy it. Yeah. I mean, not the Super Mario World. Isn't a great game because it is a great game, but it's it's my fighter. It it's my versus Donkey Kong Country Two. I I don't think I could pick one. Yeah. Did you uh, uh I think it, the, did I ask you have have you ever did you ever play Donkey Kong 94 the Game Boy one? I have not played that one. I did see it was on the virtual console or you told me it was and I'd like to check it out. Yeah, you could get it. The one that came out before um I think it, I, I didn't I didn't write down the actual release date of it, but it I, I'm sure it came out before Donkey Kong Country because they said they were inspired by the neck by the necktie from that. But um it starts off with the first three levels, or three or four levels from Donkey Kong, the arcade, 
and then it continues on from there. And it was actually the, the original style of game that turned into like Mario versus DK and all that stuff originated from that game, which looked really cool on the super, on the super game boy. Cause it, they added like extra colors and all that in it, which they did for, um, Donkey Kong land also, which is a game, which is the sequel. Well, the sort of sequel to Donkey Kong Country, which came out on Game Boy, which I was looking online, and I guess there's some sort of, like, there's a supposed story about, like, Cranky Kong, like, wanting the game to look more old school, and that's why it's, like, black and white and all that. And they're, like, on a mission. They're, like, they're like on a mission to prove that Game Boy games can be just as cool as Super Nintendo games, even though their graphics aren't as good. I played through all this game, and I never saw any of this story in here anywhere, so I think somebody maybe made it up and put it on Wikipedia, but I don't know. Well, maybe be it was the stories that the like designers were working with, but it didn't end up in the actual game. I think those I are like what four bucks a piece on the virtual console. Yeah, I got I got Donkey Kong Land one and two. Uh, two's not not all that good. I just wanted to try it out, but I think Donkey Kong Land one is really good. There's a lot of there's actually some like level structure from that one that ended up being in Donkey Kong Country two later. Which they did at first on the Game Boy one, so I recommend that one as to play. Can you explain what you mean by that? Well, like the ro- like the ropes, the ropes from the pirate ships. Sure. That were in the Donkey Kong Country two. That was originally in Donkey Kong Land on Game Boy. So that uh, you know, the you know where they like climb from climb one rope to another and they're connected. And like that's and you show like his arms. That was, yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was actually from Donkey Kong Junior originally. Well, yeah, it was in Donkey Kong Junior, but um, as far as the Donkey Kong Country games. The they had they had levels it. they had levels in there using that Warp and then right. it showed up later in Diddy yeah. Kong, in Diddy Kong's uh, conquest. But yeah, no, I understand it's from that as well. But but they looked there there were levels that looked like the pirate ships before the pirate ships made it into the other game, you know. So you could tell that. I mean, it was made it was made like in between those two games, so you could tell they either you know took stuff from one or just used it for whatever. But you know, for me playing one after the after the other, I was like, oh. When I saw it later in Donkey Kong Country 2, I was like, oh, well, that was in, you know, I saw that in Donkey Kong Land. But it was, I felt like it was different enough that it didn't really feel like the first one at all. Some of those late Game Boy games are pretty impressive, how they could, they could still prove, you know, they were proving that they could make wonderful games on super, super old hardware. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's like, even when we were talking about Pokemon, that was the same thing. Like, Pokemon came in the late, late in the life cycle. Of Game Boy, you know, and they were able to still push it. I mean, they would always, their handhelds would always do so well that they would seem like they had longer life cycles than the, than the systems. I heard that the, uh, Metal Gear game on Game Boy Color is supposed to be really good. I've never played yeah, it. Yeah, I, I had that game and I lost it. It is, it is really good. Like, I, I found it at a GameStop somewhere, but I don't know where it is now. I got it like years ago, but yeah, it is, it is really good. I had no idea there was a Game Boy Metal Gear game. Or the straight up, I think, actually, I think it was a Game Boy Color game. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a Game Boy Color Metal Gear, but it's, it's like super rare and I don't think you can find it now, but I bought it for like 10 bucks. I don't know. Maybe in the, the or maybe in the early 2000s. On a Nintendo system? The, the GameCube has a Metal Gear. Oh, okay. And Metal Gear 1 is on the NES. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. The very I first. Metal and Metal Gear three is now. Well, Metal Gear started as an eight bit game, so oh, wow. it was on Nintendo. Yeah, I came to it late in the franchise. But that was a different. But that that's a whole other thing. But uh, that was a different translation anyway, because I think the real one was on MSX, right? Which was a system that only came out in Japan. Where like the first three three eight bit Metal Gear games, because there was Metal Gear and there was Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. But Metal Gear was originally in, like, the 80s. I guess something Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. But they made a remake of the, of the PlayStation 1 for GameCube. We, we talked about that <laughs> in the GameCube episode. So uh, what's your, what is your favorite of the, dog, of the Super Nintendo ones, Jeremy? I think uh, I've been playing through all three of them on the virtual console. And it's really tough. I mean, I'm probably going to have to say the first one because I obsessed over that game and tried to, like, speed run it and stuff. Um, you know, I just, I, I loved it so much that even after I beat it, I just kept wanting to play through it over and over again. And I think, uh, two is probably the most rewarding of them because it was really, really fucking hard. And, uh, the level design was pretty cool. They really like kept throwing new elements through it through like the whole game. So I guess like just fun factor, I'd probably have to say 
Donkey Kong Country, the, the original one. I uh, the Donkey Kong Country Two is the only one I've actually beat all the way through, and gotten all the secrets. I always wanted to do that in the first one, but I never got all that far. I remember you showing me a couple things on the on the first Donkey Kong Country, like that um that glitch to where the uh, rhino turns into a, a a gray Donkey Kong. Do you remember that one? Like with yeah, the, um, it's, in, it's in the first the level. Rain, sort of a rainbowy looking like reflective metal. It looks kind of like a T two thousand Donkey Kong or something. Yeah, it's uh, it's well, it's like Donkey Kong riding another Donkey Kong, right? Pretty much. And it gets really strange when you like get up next to things and he starts like bucking like he's a rhinoceros. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that looks kind of weird. It looks almost like sort of weirdly sexual, I think. Because it's well, uh, Donkey Kong always kind of looked like that in the first one when he jumped with the with the uh, Rambi. I thought because yeah. he was all like <laughs> he's like humping it because he was sticking his pel- yeah. pelvis out and all that, kind of leaning his head back and opening his mouth. But Rambi was my favorite um, rideable character in the first Donkey Kong. Uh, I liked it if you sat for a while, he would pant, and and yeah. it was audible as well. He would. Um, in the second one, he pants, but he doesn't make a noise. And I was, I remember like physically being disappointed. Oh yeah, because he does, because he doesn't he do pants, the dog thing. But he thing. doesn't make a noise. There's no noise to it, and I was like, what the fuck? Donkey yeah. Kong Country Two. What are you doing? I don't know. I never noticed that between the two of them, but yeah, it was a. Di- I'll tell you, I noticed. Were you it. also mad that Expresso didn't make it into the second one? Was he the ostrich? Yeah, yeah I really like the ostrich. <laughs> The, I think the thing about the rideable characters that was really cool, I like the bonus level that you could get when you got three golden animals in the bonus rounds. They took you to a separate bonus level where you could gather yeah. um, golden, small golden tokens, and however many you, hundred you gathered, you'd get a free man. Yeah. And each one of those levels had like a times two I was going to say, did you find all of the giant statues in and those? they had like a time ty- because they all had secret giant yeah, statues that I turned into multi like, multipliers um, on guard. <clears throat> the fish, yeah, he had like four or five. He did. Yeah. He had like a times four that you could find, and I don't know. We must have read about it in Nintendo Power because I don't know how else we would have. I think I just found it, like just from playing it a lot. I think we I might have found the on guard one, but I like have a visual memory of seeing, and it was before the internet. Of course, but yeah, I don't know. You probably saw it in a magazine, but that was somewhere. super cool. I I went back and played the first one a little bit just recently to get ready for this episode, and um, you know, I remember like as a kid thinking like if I got four men, I was doing a good job, mm-hmm. and this time I got like eight. Yeah, I got eight free men, so I felt like oh, I felt like a super badass. Yeah, I think I think when I was playing it, I just found like one of the big statues. And then I and, I and I just figured that they were in all the other levels, so then I just looked mm-hmm. for them. I remember I the those. frog one, and the frog didn't make it through. Oh yeah, you mean Captain Winky? Yeah, his name was uh, Winky the Frog. Uh, me and my friends used to call him that because uh, it came out around the game t- came out around the time of Ace Ventura, and that was a joke of him saying Captain Winky, which referred to Wiener. So that was what we always called the frog. So uh, yeah, what are, what are your thoughts on those first animal friends from Donkey Kong Country in the first game? Uh, I would say, uh, probably Rambi was also my favorite. Espresso, or, uh, not Espresso, um, On Guard was pretty cool. I did like the bird, but she only got, exp- the, uh, the parakeet. He only got experience in one level. Squawks? Yeah, he just follows you with the lamp. Yeah, well, Squawks got a bigger, got a bigger role in the second one, which was, which was good. And there were like two different kinds of squawks on the second one, weren't there? I just remember the one that could spit nuts. Was there one that didn't spit nuts? I thought there was one that didn't spit nuts. I thought there was a nut spitter and a non-nut spitter. But I might be wrong. It's been a long time. Could be. I don't know. There, don't there was also another one that couldn't um, fly upwards. It could only just glide down. Oh, yeah. There were probably different levels that had different different things. Yeah, they, were, they changed up the squawks character a lot in the second one. Sure. My very favorite animal friend of all time is the spider, though, from Donkey Kong Country oh, yeah. 2. It, it was so, it took us so, it took me such a long time to learn how to control it, because it, it was really the first time that I was using those shoulder buttons, because um, yeah. you would, like, hit left to, like, shoot a web, and then you would hit right to, like, stop the web, and it, it was, it really took me 
and my brother. I remember playing this mostly with my brothers. Um, it took us such a long time to like master the mechanics of shooting a web and stopping a web and shooting a web and stopping a web. And like, Mm -hmm. you could send them upwards by pressing up. Yeah, it took Um, me a long time to figure out that you could send them upwards. I think I played through most of the game before I figured that out. Yeah, it just felt like it it was really well thought out controls. Yeah, you could also use, I mean, you didn't have to use uh, L and R. You could use Y and A to to shoot the webs also. Yeah, but I'm from the old school where, like, I hold that Y button all the time. Yeah. I just, like, have my finger on the Y. Mm. I don't know. I, I, I actually, like, still to this day have a really hard time playing modern games where I'm not holding a button down mm-hmm. to go yeah. faster. Well, what modern, some modern games still do that. They've kind of come back around where a lot of them have sprint buttons now. I know. Those... I just, you made fun of me the other day because I want to hold, I want to hold a button. Yeah. At all times, and you you think I'm silly for this? No, you just you'll have to hold a different one. Yeah. <laughs> so it was it was like for me those L and R buttons. That was the first time I had ever encountered you know kind of trigger buttons up there. Um, and it was super hard, but it was super rewarding once I learned how to do it. I was like, I was the best at the spider. Mm-hmm. And any time it was a spider level, it was like, oh, Jess, you better play the spider. I was like, I felt cool. Do you know who, uh, do either of you know, uh, what the spider's name is from Donkey Kong Country 2? Squitter. Oh, yeah. His name is, his name is Squitter the spider. I didn't know. I had to look it up. No, I was going to go with like jams or something because he had cool tennis shoes. Yeah, I liked that he had eight tennis shoes. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah, Squitter was a fresh spider. He could, like, he could always jump higher than you thought he could too, like. You would be oh, like, yeah. I can't make that jump, and he would always make it. Sure. Yeah, I think he's my absolute favorite of all the playable animals. Do you know the other names of the animals from Hong Kong Country 2? Just because they're <laughs> pretty funny. Well, we know uh, On Guard. We know On Guard, Rambi, and Squawks. And we know Espresso. But do you know, like, what was what, what was in that one? There was the snake, there was, uh, oh, that was the... there was the seal, and there was, like, the the fish. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I definitely used to know the snake's name because I hated playing the snake. Yeah, the snake has weird control. Well, they all they all kind of just have like, you know, like Radley. Ratley is the snake. Uh-huh. And what is it? I just thought they had funny names. It's like Clapper is the seal, yeah. obviously. Well, like, yeah. And Glimmer, <laughs> Glimmer the fish. <laughs> Glimmer is the one with the light. Yeah, with the light. Yeah. Which is something really cool in that. Like, I remember I ex- like experimenting this with this when I was younger, but... If you pause the game at the right time when the when the fish is turning from one side to another, the entire screen will be all, will be all white. Yeah. yeah, we did that too. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool. It does the same thing with the uh, parrot in the first Donkey Kong. The first with, with squawks, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I always wondered, like, I used to do stuff like that. Like, I would try to pause, like, Super Metroid to see, like, when Sam's turns, so you could see her, like, in, in the middle. You know, because it wasn't a it wasn't a sprite swap. You actually saw her body turn. From one side to another. I remember pausing uh, when the uh, clown car would zoom in the screen in uh, Mario World. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. You just see a bunch of white and red on the screen. Totally. What's your favorite, honey? Who's, who's my favorite character? Well, what, what's your favorite uh, Donkey Kong of the SNESs? That's where we are. I mean, it's two. I mean, Donkey Kong Country 2 is my favorite. That's my favorite, too. But um, I appreciate all of them. I mean, two is the one... That I completed all the way, and I like the soundtrack a lot, and I think it had the best yeah, levels. The best, for sure. I love those um, roller coaster levels in the in the like honey beehive candyland area. I love yeah. a minecart level, and so those minecart levels in the first one were great. Yeah, and they just took it to another level. I read that. Um, I read that the original game was a lot harder than it actually came out as. Like uh, Rare had made the game like. Like insanely hard, and uh, Miyamoto told them to take it back, so they had to go back and change it. Like oh, on the very I'd first love one, to play that hard, hard level. The, and and then he's well, he had him like he had him change it to where it got harder later, instead of like he's like, well, you need to make like they need to be able to get like through the first like couple of level sets, A ramp up, yeah. and then you can get them <laughs> later, you know. But I guess he was. Well, I thought it got hard. I thought working with that honey was especially difficult. I always thought it was like the when it hit the uh, factory when you got to the factory levels. Oh yeah, really hard, especially well, when the lights you went out. Fucking snake too. There were a lot of snake levels in the factory, and the, the toxic waste rising level. Mm-hmm. Terribly difficult. Yeah, 
yeah. I died. And then they, those levels where they switch the controls on you, or like it would move slower. I think those are mostly in the third one. The third one. Well, the second one had the final boss was like that, which is really annoying. That uh, King K. Rule had that gas that he would shoot at you that yeah, would make your that would make you backwards. make your controls flip. But there were entire levels that were like that in the third one. Which I just, that was like my ending point, I guess, for that game was. It was mine too. It was like the second, it was the second sewer gas level. That made all your control. Which I know, I know you don't like, like Donkey Kong 3. I don't think Donkey Kong 3 is a bad game at all. Um, He's talking to me when he says that. Yeah, I Donkey, don't Kong, Donkey Country Kong 3. 3. But, you um, know, I did figure out in that level where they switched the controls, um, it takes a little bit of adjusting, but. You can just flip your controller upside down. Well, and yeah, I never, of everything. course, I never thought of that until. Yeah, I didn't think of that right either. now. Uh, but, but yeah, or you could play. You could play like sitting upside down. I remember trying to do that when I was a kid. <laughs> just like leaning upside down. <laughs> well, you know when you like sit on a chair and like your your feet would be where the head is and yeah. your head would be on the ground. I, there was there was an old Spawn game on Super Nintendo that had a whole level that was upside down, and I tried to play it upside down on a seat like that. And I could get through most of it, but it was it was very disorienting. Donkey Kong Country Three, I thought, just had too much shit in it. It just was like so many gatherings of things. Get all the seashells and band aids and whatever the, and yeah. unlock all the golden birds and upgrade your boat. Uh-huh. And drive around and unlock everything and get all the DK. That was the and- birth of the rare collectathon. Yeah, it was the it was basically the uh, precursor to Don- to the uh, everyone's favorite Donkey Kong sixty four, <laughs> which was uh man I I like looked into some stuff about that and uh, we can just I mean, we can just skip well we'll go back to Donkey Kong Country three also at some point but Donkey Kong sixty four uh I guess they um they originally developed that for the sixty four disc drive which I didn't know and for the DD. And uh, do, do you remember that they packaged the expansion pack in it? Because yeah, I guess it was, I guess it was because of that. They said they had to because there was some sort of bug. And I guess that that cost ended up costing Rare a lot to, to package that in the game. When I, I remember when I ended up getting it, I I like bought just the just the game because I already had the expansion pack. But yeah, that was uh, that was like the beginning of the end for Rare. There, that's their spiral into madness. I think, especially the DK rap. Which I read up on the on the lyrics of that, you know how it. I always thought it was a crazy thing that it said uh, that DK was one hell of a guy. Yeah. In in the in the in the um, song, but apparent, but in you know they're a British company. Apparently, in 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 Britain, hell is is not a bad word. So they didn't really <laughs> they didn't really think it was a thing. But later, but later when that song was re released on um, Smash Brothers, they uh, they edited it to heck to heck of a guy. And it was on it was on one of the Donkey Kongas as well, but they didn't get to that. They didn't play all the song to the part where it says hell. So, I actually uh, got that game for Christmas, uh, the brand new game, the year it came out. Our parents got it for us because we were really excited about it, and uh, we were also excited we were getting the expansion pack because we knew we needed that for other games that were coming out. Um, which I know you needed it for Majora's Mask, and you needed it to like play Perfect a lot. Dark of also. Dark, yeah. Um, so we were excited about it, but yeah, I remember like, you know, Christmas morning, we open up the game, get it all set up, and we want to watch the whole DK rap because we're just like mesmerized by it. There's a whole song on the game. And uh, yeah, me and my brother were just shocked when it dropped the H-bomb. Yeah. That it said he's one hell of a guy. That DK rap, uh, probably one of the most memorable songs in video game history. What was the uh, what were some of the lyrics from that game? Do you for that song? Do you remember? Uh, I do remember uh, they were talking about the coconut gun. Oh yeah, what was they, that? Uh, uh, the, how does it go? <laughs> his coconut gun can fire and spurt. If he shoots you, it's gonna hurt. That's some. Uh, that's the message that they would say. Rhyming. <laughs> that's that's some that's some, that's some speech. <laughs> well, there were a couple things. Uh, I mean, I guess like Diddy Kong's backpack, his uh, jetpack, can continued on. Made it into the later Donkey Kong Country games and also into like Smash Brothers and his like peanut gun that he has as well made it into those games. So I guess it wasn't, you know, they took some stuff from it, but, uh, Tiny and Lanky and whoever the big dude was, they never, they were never seen again. <laughs> oh. Do you remember the big guy? As it, as, was he Jumbo Kong or something? I don't know. Jumbo or Dumbo. I mean, he was supposed to be some kind of moron. He had a, he had a baseball cap. 
sort or a beanie or something. He had like he wore like a he wore a vest. I remember that. I think they all wore vests. Maybe I think Lanky did too, but I don't. I don't know. The my my problems with that game was just that uh, when I had a like I not not because like I remember I got I had like an ingrown toenail and I got my and I had like surgery <laughs> for it and I had to like soak my feet and every time I soak my feet I would play Donkey Kong Country or Donkey Kong sixty four. And, uh, I remember I would like, I had like a notebook and I would take notes about like which, who collected however many bananas. And I, and after I, you know, stopped soaking my feet, I, I stopped playing for like a week or two and I was thinking about getting back into it. And I'm like, oh, but I gotta get my notebook and get out. And I'm like, you know what? I just, I just, it's just too much. You know, <laughs> I can't, I can't do this and try. I don't, I don't think you need a notebook to take notes on a game. Like when you get that far, it's just. I don't know. That's, I think it's a bad game if you Donkey need to take Kong notes Country on it. Donkey Three for me was one of the very first things in my life that that was tied to music because um, my brother Tim and I would play Donkey Kong Country Three and we would listen to either and maybe both of these are gonna uh, you're gonna shoot some scorn on me. We would listen to either Poe's album, which I think maybe was called The Angry Johnny, or we would listen to Matchbox Twenty's album. Which I have no idea what it was called, but it was the one with the push. Maybe it's called Push. I don't know. I'm already shooting scorn at you for, yeah. for, for muting, for muting any video game music. No, we didn't mute it. We just listened to it at the same time. Yeah, so you didn't listen to music on the game. You listened to music. No, we listened to both. Yeah, that's still wrong. Well, we, yeah, but we just would listen to these, either one of these albums. And try to play this game where we had to collect an infinite amount of horrible things. Yeah. I hated every minute of it. Well, uh, I remember on the subject of, I always used to be like sort of a, you know, I, w- I was always like adamant about playing the music from the games and not other music. Unless it was like, you know, something like Tony Hawk or whatever, where you get tired of the songs eventually and you want to play different songs. But I remember a friend of mine in high school, I lent him my Super Star Wars game and he couldn't figure out how to blow up the Death Star. Because he wasn't like his, he was listening to music and not the music on the game. And he's like, what do you, he's like, what do you do when like you're, when like the, when like the uh, target starts blinking? I'm like, you mean like when Obi-Wan says use the force and you shoot the, you know, <laughs> he's like, oh no, I was listening to spin doctors. I'm like, what? You're not, I'm like, well, I'm like, what's wrong with you? Like you're not listening to the Star Wars soundtrack on the game. I mean, there's like a prompt. Obi-Wan like talks to you. There's voices in there, man. Come on, listen to it. Saying. That just reminded me of that, but yeah. Well, I al- I also think maybe it speaks to the level of um of music in the third Donkey Kong. The Gimme Fever. It well, yeah, yeah, that was fun, but I feel like the rest of the music design was pretty. Oh, I didn't think it was. I don't think it was. I it, think was, it was. It was bad. Pretty lackluster compared to the second one. Mm. I mean, it's all it's the same composer for all three of them. I don't think the music has suffered at all in between them. Well, maybe I just really, like, really was so pissed that Diddy wasn't in it, and then I had to play with Baby Kong. Kitty Kong? And he, he baby, bitchy Kong, is yeah. what we called him, and he just, like, fucking pissed me off all the time. Yeah, I was, I never really understood, like, why they didn't bookend it and give you Donkey Kong back for the third one, so Donkey Kong could have gotten more than one game as a playable character. And I didn't really understand, like, well, why it had to, why it had to change to Kitty Kong, because they're both big characters, you know. They, yeah, Kitty Kong guys. was pretty much Donkey Kong. He was, except for he wore fucking footies and uh, pajamas or whatever and cried a lot. I don't know. Um, and let me just, like, be totally honest and say that, like, fuck Donkey Kong. I would have much rather had a ga- another game with Diddy and Dixie. Yeah, but, I mean, I thought it would have been... It would have made more yes, sense. You're right. You're Cause then everybody, right. Because Donkey Kong should have had another game. Because yes. everybody had, everybody, everybody would have had two games. Two. You're right. And then it would have been bookended and it would have been nicer. Selfishly. But, uh, they hit on something really good with Diddy and Dixie and they should have just stayed with it. Yeah. Well, it had to go back to Donkey Kong, I think. You know, I did, rem- I did just remember something when they, uh, introduced Kitty Kong and, uh, Donkey Kong Country 3 back to the familiar relation. Um, Funky Kong introduces him as your baby cousin to uh, Dixie Kong. Yeah, I think I think Funky Kong did because aren't, aren't isn't Donkey Kong and Diddy like they were kidnapped? I guess is what I read and the plot synopsis of it. Oh yeah, but yeah, I think uh, yeah, I think they are, they are related though. Uh, Dixie and Kitty are related, and she's like babysitting him. I think they're all related, guys. No, we we talked about this when you were away, but 
But the term Kong is like their species. Like they're not actually, that's like a thing, I guess, that, that Miyamoto uh-huh. said before. They're like that, Trey that, human. That, that and they're Trey Kongs. Human. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> like the Ramones, you know, they're not, they're not brothers. They're just, their last names are Ramon. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Kong Island. Actually, the Ramones is a pretty good example. <laughs> right? Yeah. I think that's kind of how it is. It's just like, that's, you know, this is this guy and that's, you know, I guess, I don't know. I never really thought any of them related except for, yeah, except for that baby. But then, you know, the Donkey Kong Country 3, like, the big thing was, like, it came out after the 64 had already launched, so nobody really cared about it. So it was, like, the lowest-selling game, obviously, because yeah. everybody had switched to Super Mario 64 and all that, even though I did like that Wrinkly Kong had a 64 and you could catch her playing Super Mario 64 every once in a while yeah, we on, didn't on have the, a in the save rooms. Yeah, we didn't have a 64. Yeah, because the, uh, the 64, like, like um released, like, a good like four, well, like four, the three or four months before the uh, before that game did. So that was kind of like Super Nintendo's swan song to a point. But um, we didn't get it. We didn't get the sixty four until the Christmas after the Christmas that oh, it released. Oh sure, because yeah, that was like the sixty four Christmas, so and I got, got it then, and I had just you know had no interest in Donkey Kong Country three in the in some kind of warm climatey time. I don't don't know months, but I remember being kind of sunny. Uh, lots of sunshine while we were playing it. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing Brinkley Kong playing the 64 and being like, oh, someday we'll play the 64. Oh, yeah. And you get to hear the, the songs and all yeah. that. Once you collect all of the banana birds, you will see the world of 64. <laughs> oh, yeah? No, I'm, I'm kidding. Oh, that was yeah. the same. Maybe that no. was Once you collect all the banana birds, you'll fucking kill yourself because you spent all this time collecting banana yeah. birds. Yeah. Back to, back to the... My uh, brother finished that game, though. Completely. He did? He did. What? I watched him do it. He got all the DK coins and everything. Wow. How was the ending of that? Because I remember the... Yeah, I have no idea. I remember the ending of Donkey Kong Country 2. You a helicopter. A, there's a helicopter? Yeah, you get a helicopter. Oh, really? And when you, you fly can, around the map? You can fly to the final like confrontation with K. Rule. Or the, whoever the boss is. Oh, like your boat turns into a helicopter? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh, cool. And then you can get all the banana birds because there's some that you can't get without the Right. Oh, sure. What is like the final screen of it? Do you remember? Like if once you, is it the same as Donkey Kong Country 2 where you can, where you can collect like 103%? Because DKC2 was 102% and 101% before that also. I think it was 103. Is there like an ending picture? Because I remember the ending picture from Donkey Kong Country 2. Because it was like it was like that time when every game ended with people standing on a cliff looking at something exploding. It was like uh, <laughs> I remember that one specifically from DKC two. There was like the Spider Man arcade game had like the same ending. I think like all of the all of the Ninja Gaiden games had that ending, like standing on a cliff and watching something explode in the distance. Did was did that happen in Donkey Kong Country three also? I don't remember. I'm sorry, I don't remember. <laughs> that's that's all right. That's okay. I mean, we never got. I remember it. the helicopter. The helicopter was fucking sweet. Yeah, helicopter's pretty rad. Did you uh, did you ever complete Donkey Kong sixty four? No, I didn't. Uh, I think my brother also did that one, but yeah, he was more into that game than me, also because he liked doing the collecting stuff. Yeah, if you like brother. collecting stuff, then that's uh, you know the Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I like collecting stuff in a sort of link type of way, like we're collecting things. I don't know. Benefit. You like you like collecting things that actually like benefit you in yeah, some way. Like I don't, not collecting I things don't just mind, to like I don't collect mind them. A step and fetch quest, like go get this and bring it here, and then you can get a potion. Like I don't mind that, but I but I don't want to spend so much time just co- collecting shit. Yeah. <laughs> bears, which is what I felt like I was doing in that game. Well, and Don- well, yeah. But I mean, that's, but, but Donkey Kong 64 was like the ultimate turned up to 11 on, uh, well, right, on collecting you had to collect things. different bananas for every character. Yeah. Each banana, I know. That was each, almost cruel. You had to collect like 100 bananas per level across five different characters. So you have to collect 100 bananas five times for each level. That sounds like a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Plus, and, and there was other stuff too, which I can't even remember. I just remember the bananas and I was like, wow, that's, Awful. I always felt like and it I do, was like the. Do you have to beat? Um, you have to beat the original Donkey Kong. If you want to get everything point. in the game, you do. Yeah. Yeah. That's like a secret: is beating all of the levels in the original Donkey Kong game, which is an arcade in the last level of that game. It just seems like they're moving from which is really hard. A, a game where you're having fun 
<laughs> to a game where it's too much of a chore yeah, to collect everything. You're yeah. not having it, any actual fun. You're just like working. Where's work? Yeah, Donkey Kong 64 has kind of gotten panned for that more recently for like the collectathon, and uh, you know Banjo Kazooie praised more, I guess, because there was only like the jiggies in that, like the <laughs> the music notes and the jiggies. I don't know how well that game. Uh, something about the way Banjo Kazooie did it, it seemed more organic. I mean, well, it was yeah, only like so, two things, and one of them was like people that saved you in the, later in the game, so it made sense. I you think know? in a platformer, we expect to have to collect something in each level. You know, red coins, or maybe you have to collect melons, or, you know, whatever it is, yarn balls for Yoshi. Like, there, there are things that you. You're, you have to go out of your way to get, but it's like one thing in each level. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what they ended up doing uh, as a transition. That's what they ended up doing later in the Donkey Kong Country, you know, in Donkey Kong Country Returns and Tropical Freeze. They started bringing it back around to where all you had to do was collect the, um, all you had to do was collect the letters for Kong, like yeah. to actually unlock stuff, which was cool. And the other, the, and the puzzle pieces though. Yeah, but you don't necessarily have to do that. That's only for like no, you don't have artwork. To. Yeah, it doesn't have anything to do with unlocking levels. Sure. So they so they tuned it back a lot. It was just basically like the secret levels and, and the letters. So they changed it. We just had to collect the letters to to unlock the secret levels. I think the, the level design in the I'm I'm just gonna keep calling them the modern Donkey Kongs is mind blowing. I think they did some things that I never would have expected with shadows. Oh, Donkey Kong Country Returns was phenomenal. Like, I love the shit out of that game. I ended up, my Wii broke during that game. I don't know if I played it too much or whatever, but <laughs> yeah. my but my disk drive was destroyed by that game. Because I remember when I came out, because I hadn't played it for a while, because not, not, there wasn't a whole lot of games out at that time. And I got that one, and I played the shit out of it for like a week, and my, and my system like died. Is that the one with the um, uh, Lion King level? Lion King level. Yeah, <laughs> what do where you, you mean? jump on all the giraffes. Oh no, that's Tropical Freeze. Oh my god, that level's insane. That's too, one though. of the greatest levels I've ever played of all time. Yeah, that's beautiful. Well, that's yeah. We're not there, we're not there yet on okay, that one, but we'll come back. but yeah, but um, is it yeah? Donkey Kong Country Returns. It was just I liked that they they came back to it and uh, they had the same producer who did um who did like uh, Metroid Prime, like it was the guys who made the Metroid Prime series. And also the uh, what I didn't know, which I just found out from researching earlier, was that the um, the guy who wrote all the music for Metroid wrote the music for um, for the newer ones. Oh yeah, he wrote the music for Donkey Kong Country Returns at least. God, they were real good. Yeah, because I think the second one had the original guy from the Super Nintendo one did that one for Tropical Freeze. Do you have any thoughts on um, Donkey Kong Country Returns, Jeremy? That's one that I played. I don't know. I put a couple of the hours into it, but I never finished it. I liked it a lot. It was very, actually, I do remember, like, I don't know, every level just had a, a lot going on. And it was hard. It was it was really hard. It was really hard. It definitely ramped up the difficulty right away. They ramped it big time. Like, I think that, I think that game, I mean, if it's close, it, it might be harder than the Super Nintendo games, I think. Oh, I don't think you have to say might. It's definitely yeah. harder than the Super Nintendo But there were, like, so many cool levels. Like, there was that level, I don't know if you, there's, like, the level with the um, beach where the water's like coming yeah, at the you, water's hitting you, and you have to hide like with that wall, and then the wall goes away every time the water comes in. That was like one of the coolest ideas I'd ever seen for a level. Like there was just some amazing like um, level design just in that. Just the level design, I think, really in in the franchise as a whole, ramps up when we get to these modern ones. Yeah, but it was a, it was a welcome it was a welcome return for me, like to see some old school Donkey Kong Country stuff. And, uh, you know, just, just to make a mention of it, so we don't forget, uh, there's also Donkey Kong Jungle Beat, which we had in between, and, like, the Donkey Kong Konga games, or the Donkey Konga games, which is, like, the GameCube stuff in which between. I'm super shit at. <laughs> Donkey Konga? Yeah, I mean, I'm really good at, a Guitar Hero. But Donkey Kong is pretty easy. Like, once you get, once you clear, you can't, like, die. That's what I like. Once you get to a point, well, yeah, you can just not play nice. anything and you'll still beat the song. I, I think I need a bit more practice. My Donkey Konga levels have been Maybe I've played five, maybe seven. Uh, but just yeah, not a lot of practice in the Donkey Konga. But I remember seeing it in stores. I well in this I I I worked at Walmart for a time. Nobody judged me about that. Like you know what I mean. I was a kid and I had to make money. 
And I remember seeing Donkey Konga and the Kongas in the store at the time. And just thinking that was so cool. We didn't have it. Ethereal thing that we would never own. And we did never own it. Yeah. It was cool though. I, uh, cause I, I think it was pre, it was pre Guitar Hero. It was Donkey, absolutely Donkey Kongo Guitar was. Hero. Yes. Way before. It was. Yeah. If I had played Guitar Hero, I probably would have been way more into Donkey Konga. Yeah, but I mean, it was it was before that. It was the. It was way before. It was before. It was, it was before it Guitar must have Hero. Been one of the first rhythm action games. With I, well, with a with a plastic instrument, probably. <laughs> it was probably yeah. the first. Yeah. Well, there was the Taiko drum game, and then there was the uh, Samba de Amigo, which was a game oh, yeah, that some- was I think Samba de Amigo beat it because Samba de Amigo had a Shakers, and that was a Dreamcast yep. game that came out before. It's a rhythm game where you had like maracas, yeah, well, like actual sure. like you know plastic plastic maracas. I never saw this. Well, the Dreamcast kind of like came and went, like sure in the did. same month. It I sure think did. maybe not a month, but it was you know it was a good system, but so it thank didn't. Thank you, Dreamcast. But everybody, but everybody kind of gave up rhythm on it. Action games, but yeah. the. Donkey Kongas was the first one that I remember. Yeah. But uh Tyco the Tyco drum one, that was actually the same company who did Donkey Konga, so I remember it was released later for PlayStation. But I'm sure it was out in the in the Japanese arcades and all that before. I had a roommate that had the Tyco drum game and it was really, really, really hard. Because you just had one drum and you had to hit it in different ways. Yeah, it had like a drumstick also for it, right? Yeah, it was did just you- like a really short squat. Drumstick. The uh, Donkey Kong Country Returns and Tropical Freeze are like both in the um, they're in like the the uh, selects the Nintendo selects now. They're like only twenty bucks twenty bucks for either of them. The 3DS and Wii U now. I would definitely recommend Tropical Freeze. It's yeah. hard as fuck. I can't beat Tropical Freeze because I still can't beat the boss of it. It's super hard. But I think I like Donkey Kong Country Returns better out of the both of them. Oh no, I would vote for I would vote for Tropical Freeze because of the level design. Yeah, but you didn't. But you didn't play Donkey Kong Country Returns, the one before that. I did play won. some, but not enough. Not enough to judge. I just, I liked it better. I mean, they're both good, but I felt like the Tropical Freeze relied a little bit too much on uh, on like ice and frostiness. Even though, like the last, even though the last part of the game is pretty cool, because you go back to it is called freeze. I know. I'm just saying it shouldn't have cornered itself like that to make it all be be about snow. But um, in the <laughs> last in the last section of of the game, there uh, you return to the first uh, world from from Donkey Kong Country Returns, and uh, you get to play like select parts from the original game, but which are frozen over now, which I thought was really, really, really genius. On that note, for That's for that cool. game. But I mean, I just, I, I just like the first one better. I mean, I guess because I could beat that one and I got farther in it and what music does and it I play? played it longer. It's basically like you basically go back to like one part from each world of the first game. Yeah. And it's, and you see like stuff from that that's frozen over now. So like, so like this one part where you had to run from a bat. You see the bat in there, but he's frozen in the ice in the background, so you don't have to run from him anymore. Okay. It's like you you play through a level that's changed now because it's frozen. Sure. You see what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I guess that, I guess that's all of them. Is there um any sort of thoughts like what do you, what do you feel is the new direction for Donkey Kong nowadays? I mean, we haven't really got into like the Mario vs Donkey Kong minis and all that. I don't think we really need to. I think they've made like too many of those now that they aren't really that that memorable. But um. I don't know. There's even like the this. Amiibo one coming out. Yeah, there's the Amiibo one, but I mean, but Donkey Kong Country, like, I know Tropical Freeze didn't. It did. I mean, it did okay. Like, I think they got a little over a million. But what, what do you think is the? Do you think there'll be a third one? Like, what do you think is the future of Donkey Kong Country from here? I think it'll probably be another game along those lines on the new system. I don't think we'll see another one in this generation. Do you think it'll be retro like again though, or do you think they'll hand it off to somebody else? Oh, like Retro Studios? Uh, you know, I don't know. I always wondered about that because you haven't heard anything from Retro in like two years since Tropical Freeze. I think it'll easily not be a game for the system. I think we're looking at something for the NX, and I think they're gonna learn. I think they're gonna learn from what people played, and I think they're gonna make another Diddy Dixie game. Yeah. People loved that. They <laughs> they just loved it. And I think choosing your character is fine. 
But you don't want to do that. You don't want to play with six characters. It's way too overwhelming. I think we're going to have a Diddy Dixie, more old school, platforming, less collecting, but still some collecting game. Well, they'll probably. With really cool, badass level design and interesting music. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to go old school. Well, I don't, I think they'll keep Donkey Kong in there. I don't think you'll get like a Just Diddy and Dixie game. I mean, you'll probably have... No, I don't think so. Why? I don't know I mean, why they would. I mean, the last time... I mean, Tropical Freeze, you had everybody in it. And it I liked how... It was too much. It was overwhelming. It was I, like think, I, didn't think, I didn't think it was. It was just, you don't have to be... Like, there's no reason to be all of them. Like, I just picked Dixie well, every time, no and I didn't lose anything. there's no reason to be any of them, is the problem. There's no reason yeah. to be any character but Dixie. And if you can't be Dixie, the character you're going to be is Diddy. Yeah. So I don't... Or Cranky. I don't see... Oh, Cranky with this whole game. Yeah. Super annoying. I just don't see... I think if they're li- if they're like listening to anything or watching the way that people are playing things, mm. they're going to build a Diddy Dixie game. Because that's the game. But I think people wanted where they Cranky. they their stride. But Cranky was like a... Was an answer to people wanting to be able well, to play Well, maybe Cranky same. can be like a Squawks. Maybe Cranky can be a, a rideable character. Yeah. You know, you can tag in Cranky. And Cranky plays this part of the level. We were playing Rayman mm-hmm. the other day. Yeah. Trey just got Rayman on the fucking Wii Nintendo on the Wii U. And and there are times when you tag in this character who can only do these certain things. Yeah, that'll be Cranky. Okay. And I think that'll be Cranky. Cranky can defeat this part of the level. So it's just like turning in, uh, in Donkey Kong Country 3, you turn into the character. Oh, sure. You turn into the elephant. You turn it. And even in Dungeon Country 2, you turn into the yeah. snake and you defeat this part of the level. I think if we're going to do anything with any other character aside from Diddy and Dixie. I like, um, I mean, I, I like, I like seeing the extra characters in the Donkey Kong games. And I don't think, uh, Donkey Kong himself should really get, should really be removed. I mean, his name is on the title of it. I mean, it'd be cool to see. It'd be cool to see another game like this, but at the same time, I'd like to see Ret- Retro go and do something else, like another Metroid game, or um, you know, some something along that lines, along those lines. Um, but you never know; they might do some sort of weird Donkey Kong project, like another like King of Swing or something like that. Uh, virtual reality Donkey Kong. Oh yeah, do you think Nintendo's going to get into that VR stuff? I don't. I don't know. I hope not. Could just be one of their modules for their NX console. They could just you could just buy a banana and that would be your your Donkey Kong virtual virtual reality. You could just eat a banana and just pretend that you Donkey Kong. Do you want a banana? <laughs> that was the thing I liked about that video that all the people he talked to offered a banana. Yeah, yeah and he's like, "No, I'm not going to eat a banana." Yeah, and there was that weird bit where that guy just kept talking about different banana dishes in the <laughs> in the thing. in the commissary or yeah. whatever it was. He's like, "We've got like French fried banana banana flambe, Yeah, pretty much. Well, is there anything else that you guys would like to say about Donkey Kong Country before we uh, sign off here? I do. I just want to say that I know that we talked about the honey levels in Donkey Kong Country 2, but Mm. really, of all the games of all time, those honey levels in Donkey Kong Country 2 are my favorite thing, uh, like, of all time. The honey levels, what do you mean? Uh, In the candy land level of Donkey Kong Country 2. The one that's like like the... um... The one that's like the theme park? The theme park one. The creme, creme land or whatever it is? Creme land, thank yeah. you, yes. There are like three or four levels where you um, you have to jump up on the honey, and you stick to the honey, and you jump up above. Oh, yeah, and they eat the honey find, while they're on it. Yeah, yeah. and they yeah. lick the honey while they're there. But also... You like those levels? I, I love those levels, because I feel like that that was a thing. I don't I don't know what buttons you have to hold now. To like make yourself jump and stick to me and jump it and stick but to the honey. But it just sticks to it, yeah. But you, but there's a there's a conglomeration of fingers that mm-hmm. is, it's a thing. Mm-hmm. And in order to master that, I felt the same way about uh, about that as I did the spider. And so like jumping up on the honey and finding all the different levels. Mm-hmm. To me, like that whole world, Kremland. That was the one with the two different coaster levels. That was the one with all the honey. To me, that is the epitome of the greatness of great of gaming. And I think Bramble Blast is in there too. Yeah. 
I just like the song in Bramble Blast. I thought the level was those like incredibly irritating. Eight, (laughs) however many levels are in there. That's that's my favorite section of gaming of all time. Oh yeah. I appreciated it. It was hard. I worked for it, and I felt rewarded by learning mm-hmm. how to do it. Sure, I think I, I think I like the um, roller coasters the best in that same level. Yeah, they were so good. You had the one where you were finding secrets, and then you had the one where you were racing. I love those minecart. I love a minecart level, and it combined the two minecart levels with the crazy honey jumping. I, I just, I am Bramble Blast in the middle of all of it. To me, those eight or ten levels are my favorite SNES levels. Mm-hmm. My, it's my favorite chunk of Super Nintendo. And I'm, I'm just so thankful that I got to be a part of it. Yeah. What do you, what do you think about the levels, Jeremy? I think I'm with you. I, I love, uh, minecart levels, even though they, they really strip down the, they strip down the, the mechanics of the game in just one button, really, but they're still a lot of fun. And uh, I love the barrel levels. I love the levels where you have to time your barrel shots. Even though that's really annoying, it's very rewarding when you get through with it. So, yeah. Any of those levels, Bramble Blast, one of my favorite levels of all time. I don't know, man. I just love, I love the, I, I, and I, I didn't really talk about three too favorably, but I actually really did enjoy that game. And I still play it. I still come back to it from time to time. but. Yeah, I'd have to say one and two were where it was at. Uh, one was a pretty good, well polished game, but it had its, you know, its hiccups. And then two kind of refined a lot of that stuff. And two is probably like the golden age of the old Donkey Kong countries. Totally. Yeah, I think we, I think we can all agree on that. That uh, the Donkey Kong Country two was the uh, was the was the best one out of all. I don't all think of them. that we gave one its due though in saying that one was the first. It was really the first like. 3D rendered kind of platforming game that I had ever played. Yeah, they found a way to make everything look it good, like to so make the sprites uh, brighter and and all that. And and complex. Mm-hmm. And in playing it again, it's hard. It's hard as shit. Like timing yeah. is the thing in that first one. Um, in the second one, you have a, a lot more leeway, and the sprites are a lot clearer. But in that first one, it's specific. It's very specific and hard. And at the time, of course, I didn't know that it was. But going back and playing it, it's tough. And we didn't talk about the Ewok Village. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those are probably my favorite from the first one. The treetop levels. Oh, my favorite levels were definitely the minecart levels. They were very simplistic, but I think they refined the one-button gameplay. Uh, then I also really liked the barrel levels, so I like the levels that involved throwing extra hazards at you while you're sort of along the track uh, trying to get through. Because those levels, though they were the hardest, were also the most rewarding. Definitely. There were some really, there were some really, really nice-looking levels in Donkey Kong Country 3. Also, just like for graphically, and I like like the shield and the monkey throwing rocks at you, and stuff like that, and the and yeah. the elephant. We we didn't get into much of the animals there, but I like the elephant with the water and the rats and all that. That was kind of interesting. I like the Donkey Kong thing. puzzles instead of just like finding a Donkey Kong coin in a bonus level. You had to figure out how to hit this lizard that was holding a Donkey Kong coin. Oh yeah, you had the Donkey Kong coin shields. A, yeah, and and yeah. that was cool. We had to distract him. Lid. Um, so you had to figure out how to throw a barrel of some kind over him and, and have hit to come him from hit behind. Him yeah. So I, that was like a puzzle-solving thing that I really enjoyed. And there's a level with the mice in the in the wheels that you have to kill. Yeah, I just yeah. missed that one, cool. actually. And the elephant's terrified of mice, so you can't let him see the mice when light shines on them. Yeah. Yeah. There's like the level with the cheese balls also, with the with the owls that shoot cheese balls at you, which always makes me hungry. Oh, and it's got that sweet guitar like sliding it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was super, <laughs> super thrashy and metal. But yeah, I mean, I, I I'm glad that all of the Don- that most of the Donkey Kong games are available on Virtual Console. They disappeared for a minute, and that freaked me out. But they thankfully they brought them back like last year yeah. or the year before. But I, I don't know if it was Some a court case or something with yeah. Rare getting sold to Nintendo, but um. Yeah, that was a thing. Or Nintendo selling rare, but um, yeah, I don't know. But um, yeah, if if you haven't played any of the ones we've talked about, go out and play them. I would definitely say if you like platformers in any way, 
and you haven't played Donkey Kong Country 2, just pick it yeah. up. Yeah, you're in for a treat then. Yeah, lucky you. Yeah. Lucky fucking you. Yeah, I always feel jealous of those people that are like, I've never played Twilight <clears throat> Princess before. I'm going to get it now and play it. I'm like, really? You never played it? You have like this great game you can play now? But yeah, you know, go out and get those games and, um, we'll come back to you next week. I'm, uh, I'm getting pocket tournament over the weekend. So I'll be playing a lot of that. So I'll give you impressions of that next week. And, um, as, and we're, we're, we're your hosts, uh, myself, Trey Johnson and talk to you guys later. It's me, Jerry McCaskey. And I feel real lucky to have been a part of this as a special guest. Yeah. And as I was saying, thank you, Jess, for joining us and talking to talk to us. Thank, thanks country. for having me. And, uh, thanks, you know, have a good night, everybody. Get, get pocket tournament. That looks great. Talk to you later.